Okay, so I'm going to explain this. Um, it's an amazing miracle because it's just time spent with God in communion. Um, and also, so in Trinity. And um, ultimately what I was praying about was a deepening in the spiritual union and I got from that um, Mark fourteen twelve. so I quickly went to find out what it was and at first I was thinking hmm okay and then I thought hmm okay so I and then I thought wow okay and it's this. And the first day of unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where wilt thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? And the most important part was this. Where wilt thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? So, um, there's many different connotations as we can have from that and, and what they mean personally. There's also what we can share <clears throat> with this overflowing cup of abundance and peace and love with God. Because ultimately, this particular question led to a particular answer. And the answer is that Jesus tells the disciples to follow a man bearing a pitcher of water and they would then be taken to a place where they could do just what they asked. So I'm just gathering here. Yeah, 1412. Okay. And the first day of unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where wilt thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? And he sendeth forth two of his disciples, and saith unto them, Go ye into the city, and there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him. And wherever soever he shall go in, say ye to the good man of the house. The master saith, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and prepared. There, make ready for us. Wow. 
so imagine just like hearing that you know obviously I've read the bible many times but you know there's only certain ones or certain parts that stick out to me so when I first got this in the spirit in prayer uh, you know to look at Mark 14 I was like wow Um, anyway, moving on from there to, um, you know, obviously what I personally was in communion about, I had to go and search the particular word that was coming into my head and then Passover. And when I searched both of those together, um, it came up with the different cups and, um, you know, each one had a letter on them. And it kind of looks like, first of all, obviously, when people are leaving Egypt under bondage and slavery, okay, so. And then they moved to sanctification, so that's the first cup. The second cup was obviously the cup of wrath poured out. Do not drink, for the Messiah drank it for us. So that's the part when you realise obviously in your walk further with Christ um, all that Christ did and then you're able to drink from the cup of blessing, salvation, redemption which is filled to overflow and so as this occurs obviously there's overflow coming in different ways so we overflow in our blessings as the cup bearer, the water bearer because we have the gift of the Holy Spirit truly when we're able to do that when we feel that upon ourselves we are overflowing <clears throat> and so the fourth cup is known as um, the one which is for the everlasting covenant looking to eternity and it's to be drank at the second coming of the Messiah in the millennium it says here in this particular picture now So we're already in the new covenant, the eternal covenant. Um, and we still have all these blessings as well as this eternal covenant and looking to further into eternity. And so I want to look a little bit closer at the, obviously Jesus is the water of life, but then to go on from there. Um, so we'll see when you know I feel called to to share this one but maybe tonight that would mean there's been two broadcasts today um <laughs> well you know <clears throat> So I was in communion and as I've said here, I got the message, Mark. And then it was like, and this is with obviously the divine soul who I'm connected with. Jesus Christ, Mark fourteen twelve, And it was particularly, where wilt thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? Hmm.
-hmm. And so, <clears throat> straight away, that's about, you know, who, where and how do you um, share that, the Holy Spirit? And that's what it's all about <clears throat> at this point. And so, you know, obviously the answer to that is that you go and you find, or you'll find, go into the city and you'll find the man um, bathing a water pitcher or pitcher of water. And I thought about it just this way when I just came back here. I thought about... Okay. Go ye into the city, and there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. But think of it this way. So, first of all, go ye into the city, and there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. Or think of it this way. Go ye into the city, and there shall meet you a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him. And so as <clears throat> we think of that man as in Jesus Christ, as in the Holy Spirit already with us, we also too, having the Holy Spirit being emptied into us and overflowing, are therefore overflowing with our gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we are able to bear that picture of water and be okay for me obviously a woman for you listening either man or a woman bearing that picture of water bearing the the fruits and the flow of the holy spirit of god and that was beautiful because at first i'm thinking yeah okay i know i've already got the holy spirit in me but i know what you mean and into the city so you know when you read the Bible, it can take you in all many different ways. You've talked about coming up and out and away from, um, you know, and separating off from. And then there's these other kind of um, parts as well about, okay, now you go in and now you're in community. And so it's like one thing to the next. But what it is, it's about making sure the bit in between is making sure our cup is overflowing. And so it's that constant refuel and as I was listening to someone talking about the bathing of water what it meant for them they were in this Pentecostal um, church and they're talking about Pentecost so for them it's like you know if you need to be filled up but it's not like you just need to be filled up you do, that you know and um, once you get the Holy Spirit you just get the Holy Spirit and then you run low in the Holy Spirit it's, it's not that it's just that you we constantly have to be <clears throat> filled to overflowing and so that's that period in between it's like coming away separating off communing and then being filled with the Holy Spirit through communion to be at the best place to be to share that the best of ourselves with others so then we can be at that level and they can also um be recharged and refilled and share uh with each other as well on that level or in different levels but you know 
And so as I went out, first of all, thinking, am I going to actually end up seeing someone with, like, you know, water? And it actually brought me back to a memory of um, someone who was out preaching in the street before and when I was going for some shopping once and he was carrying actually a bottle of water but yeah (laughs) anyway and it most significantly brought me to someone I already know who bears a a water pitcher but obviously we know that that's symbolic of um, Jesus Christ being that water bearer and being overflowing with the living water of the Holy Spirit to us and then us being able to do that so therefore I am um, heading out and then I just felt compelled to (laughs) get the car and just go and fill the car up so I did it was just so lovely though because the first um, person who stood beside me was like where's the party and like just as I'm saying that now I want to say like it's something out of like a, a Saw Doctor's song, but never mind. <laughs> I should have said that at the time, I'm just thinking about it now. But I was just like, mm, I just kind of giggled. And then I thought, and I said to the person behind the desk, and they were like, the party. And he's like, yeah, you're, you're all kind of dressed up, you're looking really nice. And he was just really lovely. And that kind of comment just made me feel really confident. And, you know, it was just so lovely. I was like, oh, I feel really confident. Thank you. No, I just, this is just the way that I dress. And so, um, on a daily. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you'll be ready to go out for your dinner now. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, quite one. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was just lovely. And it was lovely to be out and to do that. So that's the bit in between the the coming away the separating off and the making sure that we are coming to the four filled with the holy spirit so just keeping on looking after ourselves and that's got to be the number one making sure that we're putting god first communing with god which is the looking after ourselves through that communion that's how we're fed that's the most important meal (laughs) going out for our dinner for sure is going to be always most essentially about communing and being fed by the word of God, being fed by the Holy Spirit. And yeah, so I I feel like I could probably go on some more with this, but yeah, it was really lovely. Just very simple things to do in life, but doing them filled with the Holy Spirit to overflowing after being in communion and fed with uh, the Holy Ghost just makes such a huge difference, even to the point where, okay, of course, these men were uh, who worked there being kind of uh, probably being really nice. But mm, when I look at myself, I suppose, I think, well, actually, although my attire is very simplified, it's very neat, it's very respectful, and I do look, when I look in the mirror now, like I'm filled with the Holy Ghost because I, I look nurtured and nourished because I've had that time with God. So I understand that and it does make sense. So even that time with the Holy Ghost, it totally fills up and like it, it just nourishes our physical bodies as well as us emotionally, mentally, 
in every way. It's a holistic um, overflowing with the Holy Spirit and a holistic nourishing um, and nurturing of the Holy Ghost. And that's what it's like, that free-flowing gift of the water of life, cleansing us and washing us and nourishing us and being able to gift that within the community, as it says symbolically, the city. So that just makes me think, you know, being able to share with others. Um, city being, yeah, let's look into, obviously, we know what a city is, but let's look in a little bit of depth and see. A city is a large human settlement. It can be defined as a permanent and densely settled place with administratively defined boundaries whose members work primarily or non-agricultural tasks. Hmm. Other important traits of cities besides population include the capital status and relative continued occupation of the city. So, again, the fact that you're in community because it's uh, you're looking at the scale, the densely populated um, aspects of a place and you're also looking at, okay, there are different people doing different tasks, but you're looking at a more um, cerebral, mental, too, and then potentially spiritual sort of um, thought-provoking and uh, I'm gonna, I am feel like I want to say administrative, but yeah, a thought-provoking type of way of communicating and being about itself and each other. And so that's what I gather from that in terms of, you know, when you're going out. So in that way, because it's more cerebral, of course, that's not to say that agriculturalism is a different type of agricultural is actually, um, you know, a wonderful, refreshing uh, aspect of also um, very much what Jesus talked about, about the sowing and putting the hand to the plough talking about, you know, these aspects as metaphors for the more spiritual life. But here we're looking at how to kind of share the gifts of the spirit. So it's just focusing more on the cerebral rather than just um, being alone um, in the field, so to speak, or doing agricultural work. Not that you can't do that in, in teams as well, but it's just it's just giving a more heightened... Um, place to really concentrate on the cerebral to the spiritual communion and communication between God and people so that's what I get from that and um yeah it is it's, it's really lovely <laughs>